Welcome, everyone. God bless you all, wherever you may be. And I hope you had a great day yesterday. And um, a lot is on the table, right? Um, yeah, a lot of you guys know, we, like I said, we do this five days a week. And we go through the first half of the show. We see what the enemy is doing. I like to expose the, the trans cult. No such thing as LGBTQ. It's about the trannies. And the trans is about pedophilia, period. So right there, if you don't agree, goodbye. Then we like to expose the climate cult. That's a big one. We covered it the other night. And the, this um, fake administration that is in their 933rd day of this fake administration, Trump and Pence go their own way on January 20th, right? 2021. And they high five and they go each way. They allow this fake administration to inaugurate themselves. And ever since then, Trump's world partners are lining up against the Nazi world order. Among many other things that are happening, we're going from darkness to light. We were told that we were going to walk through darkness. All of us thought that it was going to be a few weeks of darkness, and then we were going to be high-fiving. And a lot of people on the right were encouraging people, making everyone think, yeah, Trump will be back sooner than you think. And all these great things are going to just, they're going to unfold real soon in the next couple weeks. Here we are, almost three years later, walking through darkness on this channel, we cover a lot of this darkness in the first half of the shows. We'd like to also talk about, right, what's happening in Ukraine. This America, the U.S. versus Russia. And back to the cultural issues, right? We cover all these race issues. We, we show you how the criminals are lapping it off. Folks, to begin with tonight, as you guys are coming in, just remember, whatever happens, I love every single one of you folks. And... Um, Let's see if we can learn something together tonight. All right, folks. Um, yeah, we talked about this the other night. This is reality. And, folks, uh, I better lower this volume. See what you think. No one should be surprised. Take a look, folks. Um, what is happening in Hawaii? Yeah, they have some music. Do you, you, you want to hear that? <coughs> Yeah, we can listen to some smooth music there. There it is, well. Um, so we see that um, the enemy is blowing up this whole island. And we said it the other night that there is no coincidence here. Believe your eyes, folks. And... Um, all right, folks, so we have that. And we have the governor coming out. Saying this is the biggest fire ever in Hawaii. And what did we say on this channel the other, the other day? For anybody new to this channel, <laughs> there's a long history of arson for all of these fires throughout Europe, Canada, U.S., West Coast, uh, California, Washington State. They need arsonists to set these fires up so that then it looks scary and then they can push their climate cult so you would say Bernie what do you mean it ain't like anyone in the Biden fake regime it ain't like they're pushing the climate cult as a result of this fire in Hawaii that you Bernie are speculating heavily with normal distribution curve and statistics on your side that this would be arson 
to propagate the climate cult. It ain't like that's happening, right? John, good morning and thank you for being with us. We did hear from the governor of Hawaii <laughs> late last night, just before midnight on CNN, telling our colleague Sarah Seidner that Hawaii is seeking a presidential emergency declaration. Will Hawaii get that? You know, we're working very closely with uh, Hawaii, Hawaiian officials, as you said. We're also deploying some military assets. FEMA personnel are on the ground. Uh, we're going we're gonna to focus on this as, as keenly and as sharply as we can. I don't have anything to announce with respect to an emergency declaration, but I think it's, it's just clear. It's just clear uh, that more and more wildfires are happening and raging all across the country. We've yeah. got almost 5,000 federal personnel deployed fighting wildfires everywhere. <laughs> it is so clear. It is clear. It's clear, 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 clear. Uh, look, I want you to listen to a resident. Here, when I heard from him earlier this morning on the program, I was stunned. This is a resident from West Maui. <laughs> Still get Bugs. dead bodies yeah, in yeah, the water bubble. floating and on the seawall. They've been sitting there since last night. We've been pulling people out since last night. Folks, this is a dramatic. And don't put it. I'm not saying this guy is fake. At all. I'm not saying because I, I wouldn't. But, I mean, ascension. Expand your thinking. Trying to save people's lives. And I feel like we're not getting the help we need. This is a nationwide issue at this point. Yeah, we need help. A lot of help. <laughs> Dude, um, normally, folks, um, normally, when people are in dire situations, they stay focused on their local situation. Oh, you're putting the camera on me? I'm not used to being in front of camera. Hey, uh, I'm, yeah, this is what's happening. Sincerity. Maybe it's a coincidence that this guy is expanding the conversation. This is a global issue. You decide. We got to get people down here. And that's just one example, right? You've got 36 yeah. people at least <laughs> dead overnight in these fires. The death toll expected to go up. We've seen the president this week focusing on climate. We've seen how it has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our magical old man, Biden, who, he doesn't even have to do any rallies just on the polls alone. He's he's tied for first place. You know, he's ready to go to the playoffs against Trump. Trump is burning himself out with all these rallies. The hour old man, he doesn't do any rallies and he's tied with Trump in the polls. And this special, this is their narrative, heaven sent man of perfection, Biden. He just happened to be talking about the climate the other day in his perfect divine timing. Expand your thinking, folks. They are actively laughing at us. And I'm just going to say it. This fire has a 9-11 feel to it, timing-wise. It's devastated. Our country, especially this summer, people are feeling it. <laughs> Will the president declare a national emergency on climate, John? <laughs> the president uh, hasn't made a decision yet on declaring a, a national emergency on climate, uh, Poppy. But for all intents and purposes, uh, he's treating this with all the due gravity and the seriousness uh, that the climate crisis deserves. I mean, it's been. The <laughs> That's enough of that sideshow.
And it goes on, folks, with this Kirby guy, where she keeps telling him, this is a perfect, it's done deal. Is is the president, which she means resident, is the resident, is he about to declare climate emergency? And Kirby's like, yeah, I, I understand why you would think he would. But our perfect superstar, who doesn't even need, he doesn't need to do any rallies. He's so beautiful and heaven sent. Yeah, we'll let you know. He, ladies and gentlemen, he he plays this game with her like three or four times. Yeah, we'll let you know. I know that you want him. So they're projecting this energy like we, the American people, we need, we want Biden to declare an emergency. We see that Biden's hesitating because he's cool. You know, he he realizes that he's right, but he doesn't want to act too fast, you know, because he's cool. Get it? <laughs> they're playing everybody. Come on, wake up, people. This is, again, it has a 9-11 feel to it. Wow, the, the fires are everywhere. And you can look up that interview again. Kirby's like, yeah, we'll let you know. I think, you know, Biden, you know, he's considered, I know that you want me to do it, but he's thinking about it. Don't worry, folks. I give him by the, by next week, Monday, Tuesday, hundred <laughs> percent. They're setting up a situation. Wake up, forget the fires. They rolled out that big dude in front of the camera for a reason saying what he's saying. They're doing all of it staged and look what's happening. <laughs> Just be aware, folks. Flashback. Trio arrested after suspicious fires started on Maui to charge with arson back in, what, just last year. <laughs> that is the way this works. And in reality, um, um, are these people free? Because if they are, probably they're, they're the ones that started this fire. But folks, um, I like to tackle Satan's little plots when I recognize him very easily. Like I said, there's a a 9-11 feel to this. Uh, Folks, um, just be aware that in addition to rolling out their government operatives, yeah, I know that you're begging us for this climate emergency. We'll let you know. While they're doing that, that's a whole sign. Everybody should know. This is what everybody is saying. (laughs) Again, folks, you have to understand how Satan's army works. And again, for anybody new to this channel, I've been covering this topic of climate change and how fake this movement is since at least as early as 2010, if not before that. But um, there it is, folks. Be aware of that. This this is their talking point. Hawaii fires what? Fueled by invasive alien grasses on abandoned farmland. (laughs) Just be aware, and I, again, I'm just throwing it out, and uh, you decide if you believe this. I'm not here, I'm not about conspiracy theories when I don't have direct evidence. I, it's very clear. Obviously, I don't. I don't have time to fly to Hawaii. But just be aware that in every website, everywhere, people are talking about the devastating fires that have scorched Hawaii, destroyed much of the town of Lahaina, right, on the island of Maui, have been what? Fueled by invasive alien grassland species <laughs> that have grown on abandoned farms that used to, cult- used to cultivate pineapple and other crops. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So in other words, bad grass, bad grass, bad earth. And thank you, grass. They're going out of their way to solidify the cause. Get it? They can't have what happened last year 
They can't have that happen again. We can't have any arsonists caught. So anyone brings up arson, and they're going to be, ah, the, the, the cause is already known. Get it? They're, they're getting the cause out there and, again, repeating it over and over again. That is the reality of what is happening. And, folks, that, I mean, that's how it is. Think about it. So you decide after all of that. Bernie, if you say, Bernie, you have not convinced me, that's fine. Well, we're cool. Then to you, I say, let's move on to the next story. But if you ask me, I already can see what they are doing. And so should you. Think about it. Meanwhile, um, be aware of this. Not much different than the Model T Ford CEO thinks company will teach Americans to love electric cars. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh out loud. Look at this, Dean. Um, and, um, yeah, be aware of this. Uh, the uh, neo-Nazi uh, well no 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 the 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 Nazi regimes Ford look it up anybody the Ford company what is one of the biggest companies helping yeah uh, Mr. Ford himself <laughs> helping the Nazis and anyway there it is this Jim Farley CEO is doubling and tripling down on electric laugh-out-loud vehicles. Be aware of that. He remains unwavering in his commitment to push the company's electric vehicle production forward. Really? In a recent interview, he compared electric vehicles to Henry Ford's first cars, stating it's actually not much different than the Model T. (laughs) Laugh out loud. Just be aware of that. Think Anheuser-Busch. Nobody... Don't even circulate this one. Don't worry about it. Just make sure your family and friends are not stupid enough, which I'm pretty sure they're not, to go that deep when it, you know, getting an electric car. All right, folks, um, be aware of this, a big, big deal. In our borders, um, this is uh, a Texas border. Um, Be aware of this. Um, look at the uh, criminals that are crossing the border. They're just illegally lapping it off. For their time to cross. Whenever that time comes, it goes all the way down. Look at this. Look Shocking. At this filth. Shocking stuff, folks. That's a fire waiting to happen right there. It's all diesel fluid spilled. But. There it is, folks. Again, like you said, these criminals are waiting. Right there. Looks like they're Look at it. Playing in the water. Lapping it off. And like he says, they're, they're all, look at all these, they have these tents, and they're living there permanently. And they're just waiting for the time to get in. Boom. Comfortable. Laughing it off, swimming around. Be aware of that. We have no country. I cover these issues, folks, because we have no country. If we cannot fix this problem, we have no country. Also be aware of this, folks, on this Friday night. Share this information with others that you know. Folks, share this information. And, um, all right, so then we have this. Um, Be aware of this. Report Planned Parenthood opposes child marriage ban. In California, be aware of this as they're moving the pedophilia card over, they're moving forward. Be aware of Planned Parenthood, the crazy, weird story, and um, uh, be aware of that. 
Abortion giant Planned Parenthood is opposing a proposed child marriage ban in California, according to Newsweek report. I, want to, I don't really want to get into this, but you might uh, want to check that out. Um, again, they introduced at the street level pedophilia in July, and now they're comfortable. Well, what's wrong with a child marrying an adult? And by the way, they're saying California is trying to ban this. They're moving forward, and Planned Parenthood is trying to block this. They're saying that if an adult is raping a child, but then if they could prove, oh, well, no, we're married, then it's okay. Think about it. All right, folks, uh, I just want to throw this out um, because we are, you know, nations and um, elected officials are expected to behave a certain way. Be aware of this. Alpha Mayor is not apologizing for drinking and smoking on the jump. Be aware of this guy right here, this mayor. Mayor Brandon King is refusing and this is in Democrat East Cleveland mayor, right? He's refusing to apologize after surveillance video caught him drinking and smoking a cigar in a city-owned garage, if you can believe that. And just letting you know, you can see the for yourself, you can see who he is. And um, it turns out, and he's coming out with these statements, yo, about want to wind down a six or seven day work week by having a Guinness stout not beer and smoking a cigar yeah right after hours with staff residents and stakeholders and discuss the dysfunction of our legislative body or the revitalization opportunities that are before us or international politics no policy or media outlet is going to stop me get it? And there's some research here that what he is doing is outright illegal. And matter of fact, the East Cleveland Employee Handbook reportedly prohibits smoking on city property in in all circumstances and drinking on city property in most circumstances. Boom. Possession of an open container in East Cleveland is also a first-degree misdemeanor and violators can face up to six months in prison and a $1,000 fine, if you could believe that. (laughs) So the point that I'm getting at, this guy is basically coming out thug life. Yo, man, don't worry about it. So what? You elected me the mayor. I'll do what I want. That's what he's doing. Keep that in mind when we're talking about the situation we're in, this irreversible war. Yo, dude, you're an elected official. You don't get to talk that way. Meanwhile, folks, I'm just going to throw it out. A lot of people are talking about this. The execution of this candidate, conservative anti-Marxist candidate in Ecuador. And take a look at these demons, people. Ah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Shut, let's shut these demons up. And so these demons are coming out saying, yeah, we did it. What's up? What you going to do about it? Think about it, people. Look at these demons. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this up, people. Listen in. Yeah. 
Look at their body language. This is reality, folks. They're lapping it off. The bad guys. This is what we've been saying on the show. The, la- the, the, the bad guys are like, ah, ha, ha, yo, roll the camera. We have our Antifa masks on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the future of America if you don't stop and criminalize all these cults that we've been talking about on this channel. Look at these demons. This is reality, folks. And um, be aware of that, folks. I mean, this is, there it is. Right there, folks. Anti-China presidential candidate shot dead in Ecuador. And uh, again, anti-China, anti-Marxist, gang goodbye. And now they're appointing the FBI to figure it out. Come on, folks. Why is the U.S. getting involved? Big things going on, folks. Also, in the same category is right here, people. You can't make this one up either. This is the cartels bombing their enemies with drones. Look at this. Look at this. Shocking stuff. (laughs) I mean, look at this. The cartels are using their... I mean, they practically have their own air force. (laughs) All right, what will it take to get people to realize that they are the new Al-Qaeda? They are, I mean, we've been saying this for years, folks. You can't make this up. All right, just wanted you to see that. Bad guys in control blowing people up. Mayors in Cleveland are saying, yo, what's up? What you going to do about it? I mean, we're drifting into this this kind of beast-like this jungle-like environment. The border, the, heart, the criminals at the border are lapping it off, splashing around in the water. They know they're going to get in. Total criminals in control. <laughs> Moving on to bigger things. You guys know it. On this channel, yeah, we, produce, we show you what the enemy is doing. But let's start shifting, as we always do, to bigger things. I, it's it's just extraordinary to me that, uh, you know, the government was working with social media to amplify lies and suppress truth and has been doing so repeatedly. Why couldn't the American people know that, you know, there were other alternatives to treat COVID? Why, why can't the American people know that there were side effects with the vaccine? This is all pre-planned by an elite group of people. That's what I'm talking about. Event 201. Boom. One that occurred in late 2019. Let's do that again. Event two. What was it? Say it again. That's with the vaccine. This was all pre-planned by an elite group of people. That's what I'm talking about. Event 201 that occurred in late 2019, prior to the rest of us knowing about this pandemic. Again, yeah. yeah th- this is very concerning in terms of what has happened. What? And this is. Senator Johnson dropping the bomb. You can see where this is going. We are going to get justice for this virus, the 99% virus that they weaponized. And what I want, Mr. Johnson, maybe I have to write to him myself. I want to see everyone, every hospital administrator, all the criminals at the hospital level, they deserve really, I mean, with proper trial, if, necess- if it applies, capital punishment. 
for the millions of people that they executed at the hospital level. What is happening, uh, what continues to be planned for our loss of freedom. Um, mm-hmm. Again, it needs to be exposed, but unfortunately, there, there are very few people, even in Congress, that are willing to take a look at this. Uh, they, they all push the vaccine. Uh, they don't want to you know, be, be made aware of the fact that the vaccines might have caused injuries, might have caused death. Uh, you know, so, so many people just simply don't want to admit they were wrong, and they're going to do everything right. they can to make sure that they're not proven wrong. We're, well, we're up against people, a very powerful yeah. group of people here, Maria. But you know, fortunately, you say, what can we do? Well, you know, we do have reporters like yourself. Etc. Folks, Ron Johnson coming up. Big, big update on the virus, whole virus operation, Weapon of it, weaponization of a virus in the Wuhan labs. And we have Rand Paul coming out, moving the needle forward, and he is going after Fauci. We've been covering that. All right, folks, um, a sequence of events did take place the last 48 hours or so. We covered some of this on Wednesday night, and I like to put everything in the right order. That's a big thing with me. I like to introduce stories in a certain sequence. I end with certain stories for a reason, relevant stories um, with every story for every program here. I, I consider each subsequent story to be more relevant. And um, so we went over this. We went uh, reviewed some of the, So we had a sequence of events that took place over the last several days and let us pick up where we left off on Wednesday. The walls are closing in on the Bidens. Answer from the Bidens, given all of your reporting, I mean, it's been nearly two months since the House Oversight Committee obtained that FBI whistleblower document accusing President Biden and Hunter Biden of taking a $5 million bribe each from Burisma. Newsbusters is now reporting that ABC, CBS and NBC have not spent a single second covering this explosive allegation that, in fact, a, a sitting vice president accepted a bribe from executives of Burisma. $5 million to Joe, $5 million to Hunter. Congressman, are you going to present this with Joe Biden and ask for answers. Are you going to subpoena Hunter Biden? They had Don Jr. under oath uh, during the Trump administration, Mm -hmm. and they asked him all sorts of questions about uh, what we understand, what we understood at the end of the day to be a lie about Russia collusion. Yeah, this is always going to end with the Bidens uh, coming in front of the committee. Uh, We are going to subpoena the family. I mean, we're putting the case together to win in court. Obviously, with all the opposition and obstruction we're getting from the Biden attorneys now, uh, we know that this is going to end up in court when we subpoena the Biden. So we're putting together a case. And I think we've done that very well. We've shown the bank records. If I had subpoenaed Joe and Hunter Biden the first day I became chairman of the committee, it would have been tied up in court and the judge would have eventually thrown it out. Because at that time, the narrative was, well, they never took any money while he was vice president. He never had any communication with his business associates. And, uh, you know, the, the, the money never came from China. We've had to go every step of the way and prove the media narrative was wrong and the vice president and the, and the current president lied. We have caught Joe Biden in so many lies, I can't even count the number of lies now. So we have put together a case that I think would uh, stand up in any court of law in America, and we hope to hear from the Biden soon. But I wish the media would ask the president, what exactly did your family do to receive this $21 million that the House Oversight Committee has has proven? He just continues to say, well, that's a lie. That's not true. We have their bank records, Maria. Laugh out loud. 
So, Comer, you're saying you've got the bank records. You're going to take it all the way to the end zone. You're going to subpoena Joe and Hunter Biden. You announced this in the last 24 hours, this solid commitment, 100%. Um, okay. I wonder what the end result of doing that is. Well, um, it got even worse, folks, because I want to show everyone this. Again, this is in just the last 24 to 48 hours. Comer comes out. He holds a lot of answers. What? Comer teases upcoming testimony from what? Another Hunter Biden business associate. Everyone should be aware that in the last 48 hours, there's been a lot of talk right there. Republican Representative James Comer said, what, Thursday, that Eric Schwerin would soon testify before House Oversight Committee about the Biden family business deals. And who is this guy? He is a what? A former business partner of Hunter Biden, boom, who visited the White House at least 19 times during the Obama administration when Joe Biden was the vice president, boom. And he also turned over documents to the House Oversight Committee after a February request for the document. So in other words, we have another major witness Another big one that is brewing. The enemy knows that. Think about it. So, this, you would think, this can't be, right? And um, then we had this. Again, this is all in the last 24 to 48 hours. Turley reveals how White House exchanged with Peter Ducey, which we played that video can magnify trouble for Biden on impeachment. And even he comes out again, this guy, um, he pointed out Smith was trying to criminalize political lies, but if if he wanted to do that, Biden would be in a great deal of trouble, particularly when it comes to an impeachment inquiry. And like he says right here, Biden snapped at Peter Ducey yesterday, what, for asking about his roughly 20 speaker phone calls? to dinners or meetings with his son's foreign associates. However, in my review, in my view, he says, what was most interesting is what come, what came next. Ducey said that the White House, pay attention, folks. Ducey came out and said that the White House actually, what, called him as soon as he made it to his car to refute the specifics of the allegations on discussing business. Think about it, folks. The White House is, Peter Ducey, please listen to us. Don't ask that question again. Look, that none of that's true. Please, I mean, when does the White House desperately call another journalist? That's what happened in the last 48 hours, folks. The use of White House staff to repeat these positions could magnify the problems for Biden. Boom. So we've set up the stage. So we have destruction of the Biden situation. They're in damage control. They're calling Peter Ducey. We have another key uh, witness coming out. I mean, 
I mean, this is a big, big deal that they're about to roll out, according to, to Comer. Everything is lining up about to blow up in the enemy's face. So, again, I like to present things in the right order. Once you understand that, then we could say, yeah, I wonder if you're the enemy, and it really is moves and counter moves, if you're the enemy, what can you do to strike back in this shocking, dangerous, panicking situation? A letter to Congress. Mr. Weiss said that he had not to that point requested <laughs> special counsel designation. <laughs> On Tuesday of this week, Mr. Weiss advised me that in his judgment, his investigation had reached a stage at which he should continue his work as a special counsel, and he asked to be so appointed. Upon considering his request, as well as the extraordinary circumstances relating to this matter, I have concluded that it is in the public interest to appoint him as special counsel. (laughs) Right. Or should I say... They think you're stupid, folks. And we can applaud him for his acting. Look at the... What he meant to say is, upon the panicking situation, look at everything that's happening, and we have Devin Archer 2.0 about to be rolled out. And this thing is happening in Comer. <laughs> because. <laughs> That's the way this works, folks. This is shocking. But that is exactly, you guys already know that. It's, I'm not about putting out news items, I'm about putting it in the right context. A.G. Merrick Garland appoints David Weiss as special counsel in Hunter Biden Pro. <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> that is the way this works, folks. And I don't, hear, I don't care what anyone says. You guys already know what's happening. They're putting out their excuses. And everybody's coming out on both ends. It's all going down. All the attorneys on both sides are chiming in. Listen in. Jonathan, uh, we all sat here wondering, wait, did we hear that correctly? Were you surprised? It's David Weiss, a special counsel in the Hunter Biden investigation. <laughs> Laugh out loud. David Weiss? The same David Weiss who lied a couple weeks ago and is deep in this and himself is being investigated? <laughs> this is like the, the what do they say? Like the, the, the inmates are running the asylum. <laughs> This is laugh out loud. Even Jonathan Turley's laughing. I was not surprised, uh, but I was not nearly as delighted as I uh, would have been two years ago when many of us were calling for this appointment. Uh, They waited for the appointment of a special counsel after the the statute of limitations has run on (laughs) critical crimes like the. That's huge. Think about it, folks. What? The statutes of limitation ran out years ago? Uh, now we'll appoint a special counsel. Come on, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a couple items tonight that could warrant the rollout of the military. This is one of them. I don't think this one will do it, but
but in a in a technical i mean if you really look at this this is this is a hardcore war warfare move by the deep state and we're going to see why it's very obvious this allows them to operate in the darkness but again this is huge after the statute of limitation no one's ever done this i don't think ever in the history of Law, this just simply doesn't happen, but we're watching a movie. Tax violations in 2014, 2015, they waited until Weiss himself was accused of slowing or, uh, or, inter- or suppressing efforts. Uh, at least uh, the whistleblower suggested that he was not able to pursue cases and didn't aggressively push back on that. Mm. So there's going to be a lot of questions here. This is occurring as Congress is moving aggressively to pursue some of these issues. This can, new status can certainly slow that process down. Weiss was at the top of the list of Congress to be brought in to explain why did you allow the statute of limitations to run? Why were uh, Biden people tipped off about raids? Why was there an interference with investigators in trying to interview uh, uh, um, uh, Hunter Biden? All of those questions are now likely to be delayed before they are answered. The other thing that I noticed was not in this announcement was a special counsel to look into the Biden corruption scandal. He referred to Hunter Biden once again. Uh, Garland has constantly been carefully framing uh, this issue as only Hunter Biden. Exactly. Congress is looking at a much broader and more significant corruption scandal here. A special counsel would be useful in, in pursuing that. But that doesn't sound like the mandate that uh, Merrick Garland just gave Weiss. Boom! So in that Merrick Garland presentation, I mean, to kind of summarize it for everybody, they're not only are going to stonewall, we know they're going to, uh, this gonna, is going to allow them to operate in darkness. But as you heard Jonathan Turley say it right there, this will allow, this is, they're using this to, to say what? No, Joe Biden's not involved. This is only Hunter Biden. Two years, two plus years after the statute of limitations ran out. So let it all sink in in your mind. Two years later, Hunter Biden, they're using it to to say, oh, no, this is only about Hunter Biden. Get it? Big, big deal. The deep state, they're laughing right now, tonight. This is a wise guy move, in other words. This is arguably something that could, in a real society, trigger, force the military to say, all right, that's enough. This is a big deal, folks. And um, don't take it from me. The enemy is going to admit. Watch them. Okay, Priscilla, thank you so much. Um, She says it could fuel uh, the Republicans. But the other way to look at it is that it could keep Republicans at bay. Because now that you do have a special counsel, which a lot of Republicans were uh, were calling for, A and B, I I can't remember if it was Paula or one of our other uh, reporters, maybe you guys are making this point, that uh, while the special counsel is doing his work, he can't, he's unlikely to talk to to Congress. And it's unlikely (laughs) for them to get the information that they're working on. Right, and that's what... (laughs) (laughs) They're admitting that this is a tactic to remain in the darkness. There it is, folks. 
She's admitting it. That could keep the Republicans at bay. Yeah, don't worry about what we're doing. Don't be asking too many questions about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Matter of fact, we're going we're gonna to control this. And now, with every inquiry with Congress, they're going to be like, ah, I want to tell you everything. Let me tell ah, Actually, I can't answer that question. It's an ongoing investigation. Get it? So, common sense. We're seeing right through them. But, folks, let's not give up. Why? Because uh, right there. Merrick Garland's special counsel appointment may violate DOJ's own rules. Legal experts say. So keep this in mind. What this card, this brand new card that they have played, and from a fifth generation warfare, folks, you got to give them credit. <laughs> I mean, if you're a desperate enemy and you're about to be destroyed, you're remember by any means necessary. We. No one should be surprised that they did this move. This is a power move. And um, no one should be surprised, but um, all right, folks, then we have others are coming out. This this U.S. attorney, Andrew McCarthy, is coming out again. He called the appointment of Weiss a sham on Fox News, saying, what, quote, the point of having a special counsel is to bring in someone from outside the government. Yeah, no kidding. Who we can trust to do a credible investigation. Not somebody who's a criminal and involved in the, who's being investigated. <laughs> and there it is. This person comes out. Special counsel shall be selected from outside the United States government. Boom. And um, others are chiming in. What makes a special counsel special is that you're a lawyer who's brought in from outside the U- U.S. government, not just outside the Justice Department, outside the government. And um, others are chiming in. Fixes in. You guys decide. So um, people are all focusing on this tactic. Will it hold up? I'm not too sure. Even Grassley is coming out. Chuck Grassley declares what? Weiss unfit for special counsel job. Pledges ongoing congressional investigation into Biden family bribery. Boom. So in the end, the investigations will continue. And, um, you know, he's coming out, right? Chuck Grassley saying no one... No one's going to stop this. He's coming out with these statements, but um, be aware of this. Uh, again, is this... We're, we're like real close to military situation. This is big deal. This is outright corruption. Everyone's calling it out. But again, the White Hats will not be outplayed, and they never have been. So, uh, all right, folks. Uh, we got a few other little stories to round out tonight. Get the word out about some of this stuff. This is huge. I'm sure a lot of you guys already know this. Shocking uh, developing story. This is from yesterday, or two days ago, right? From Wednesday. Wednesday night, January 6th committee destroyed records and videos, if you could believe that. Trump's rights violated. This is, uh, this is the other story tonight that, I mean, if you're the military, huh, you know, this has got to be if you're the military, you're like, uh, uh, you know, should we move in now? I mean, this is big. <laughs> what do you mean you destroyed the videos and re- what's happening here? How's no one being arrested? Guy, this is, this is Venezuela type stuff. And you could almost say with, with this story, 
we no longer, uh, the con- it's over, people. We don't have a country. That's it. Let it go. <laughs> I mean, this is military zone. Representative Barry Loudermilk, Georgia, made that revelation. Yeah, the revelation that January 6th committee defied a demand last year by incoming Speaker uh, Kevin McCarthy that it preserve all of its records, evidence, and transcript. That is the reason why Trump's McCarthy did what he did late last year. And they defied him, and they went ahead and destroyed much of what it collected over more than a year of investigation. That is right there, reason to arrest everyone in the J6 committee. I'm talking Gitmo. So if they don't go to Gitmo, we don't have a country. This is huge. This is another 9-11 level crime. And there she is, the same the woman whose father was at the center of 9-11. Again, this was a 9-11 level corrupt power move. So ladies and gentlemen, to wrap up this Friday night, we have observed two gigantic power moves by the deep state. Two 9-11 level. That's funny because earlier I said that the fire in Hawaii felt like 9-11. Maybe we have three 9-11 type situations. <laughs> but as far as what we're talking about here in the latter part of the show, we have two big 9-11 type moves by the deep state. And this one is big. And there she is, Liz Cheney, Dick Cheney's daughter at the center, she probably said, they probably said to her, oh, we can't, yo, we could do it. Ask my dad. He knows. Don't worry about it. Destroy the record. Right, dad? Hey, dad. Wink, wink. My dad got away with doing 9-11. Think a few papers are going to bother me? Hey, I'm Liz Cheney. Go ahead. Burn those papers. This is big. Folks, we were told in the Intel drops that nothing's ever truly deleted. And if any of this stuff resurfaces, these people are all going to go. They're going to, I mean, some of them might have to be taken out with the death penalty. I mean, I don't know. The rule of law, they're going to have to figure that out. Uh, The military tribunals, this is big. And uh, there it is. Barry Loudermilk made that revelation to Fox News Digital on Tuesday, also noting that what the committee had not looked into possibly into possible security laps at the Capitol. Yeah, forget those security laps. Again, this feels like 9-11. And there it is, folks. You can read some of that. Now disband the J6 committee, which was run by Democrats and included only two GOP members. Yeah, two Marxists. Um, they failed to provide any evidence that it looked into Capitol Hill security failures on the day of the, of the riot of the stage false flag. While we have this Capitol Police officer coming out this weekend interviewing this week, right? And um, admitting that he was told to stand down. So this is a big, big story tonight, folks. See what you think. And um, we don't have a country. Let it go, folks. Rounding out tonight, then we have this. The Atlanta DA, who is expected to indict Trump, responds to the president's attacks. Be aware of this. Fanny uh, Willis is coming out making this state, these big statements, it is my understanding that an ad was put out in Atlanta market to run between today, August 9th, and August 13th that will have derogatory and false information about me as the district attorney of the Atlanta Judicial Circuit. And she's saying, yeah, may not comment on any, in any way on the ad 
or in any of the negativity that is expressed against me, your colleagues, this office, in the coming days, weeks, or months. We have a job to do in this office. We prosecute based on facts and law. Yeah, whatever. So she is, think about it as it pertains to what we've been saying about Trump putting out these aggressive statements against the very prosecutors that are coming after him. So it's like she's saying, yeah, well, you know what? You're coming after me and maybe I'm coming after you. So think about it. This is a gangster situation unfolding in real time. And the, I mean, again, the thugs are on the loose. The jackals on the loose, free reigning all around the country. Whoever saw that come, remember two years ago, we were like hoping Trump would be back. Boy, we got played. How much did we get played? Join me on the member channel, folks, where I've uploaded not one, but two videos, two part videos. Huge. Difficult truths. Razor sharp information that will disturb some people and will electrify the rest of the people. Folks, um, then we have this. Be aware of this. This D.C. judge comes out and basically everybody's saying that she rules with Trump, sides with Trump against Biden, DOJ requests for gag order, partially with Trump, but she sided with the DOJ when it comes to revealing information about the case, I mean, uh, some of the witnesses and the witness interviews. She's ruling that it is sen- it is considered sensitive, and therefore it can remain secret. So she's making uh, so and so half half and half ruling, and some people on the right are saying, "Well, Trump got a good decision." No, he didn't. If you ask me, <clears throat> think about it. All right, folks, and um, rounding out tonight, um, then uh, we have some good news. Be aware of this House Republican. Well, you decide, right? House Republican filing new impeachment articles against Biden, including prostitution. That is happening, and this is Representative Greg Stube, right, in Florida, that he will file his resolution on Friday for a number of charges, including the resident's alleged involvement in drugs and prostitution. Tomorrow, I intend on filing an impeachment resolution on Joe Biden for bribery, extortion, obstruction of justice, fraud, financial involvement in drug and prostitution. So, is this part of a counter move? You know, we have all the facts and evidence now, he is saying. In the beginning of this Congress, Republicans wanted to make sure that we did the re- investigations, that we got the information before the American people. So uh, I think this is relevant in terms of seeing who is going to try to block this. And I would imagine that Congress has a reason for moving faster now that the enemy is putting up these big counter moves, destroying the evidence of the J6 committee and appointing a special counsel who's an actual criminal being investigated in this criminality so that they can block inquiries into Joe Biden. Think about it. And so that they can 
hyper focus on Hunter Biden only and just basically insulate the old man, Joe Biden. Big, big night. That's what this war is all about. Moves and counter moves, right? We have some nights where the patriots are the ones making big moves and we have nights like tonight where the bad guys are making moves. Folks, to round out tonight, nothing going on on Trump's side. I'm sure he's doing some sort of event. And Trump is pushing the polls operation. And once again, one, two, a bunch of polls operation, DeSantis derangement syndrome. (laughs) On cue, boom. How does truth in our TV know the future? (laughs) So we don't need to look into that. But I will, you know, for anyone curious, this is right there. Again, Trump with the polls operation and DeSantis derangement syndrome. (laughs) So, but folks, um, before we wrap tonight, uh, there is one story, and Trump did point this out, and Flynn, and Cash, and a bunch of others, um, and... um, and uh, Trump Jr., and this is a developing story, and uh, to their credit, I think, when it comes to the election steal, is this the reason why Trump hung out and met with uh, Jim and Joe Hoff of the Gateway Pundit on several occasions? Yo, Jim and Joe Hoff, I see that you guys are hard right you guys are going to be the ones, wink, wink, you know, we see that everybody's trying to sue you guys all the time. Everyone is panicking about the gateway pundit. And now, again, this is gateway pundit all the way, folks. Breaking Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel, what confirms 8,000 to 10,000 suspected fraudulent registrations delivered to Muskegon Clerk October 2020? as noted in Michigan State Police report. Boom. She, what? Buried from the public. Boom. That is, I believe, just the beginning. It would make sense that the White Hats and the Patriots would go after Michigan first. I mean, this is a hardcore criminal. Um, you got to figure they're going to start somewhere. And have they begun their war, the White Hats, against Michigan... Was Michigan designed as square number one? There it is, folks. You can check this out. Big, big situation. Dacted police report describes how Mish encountered a woman dropping 8,000 to 10,000 completed voter registration applications. Boom. And again, Gateway Pundit had a lot of this information. They were, in some cases, the only platform that was collecting all this evidence and the question then begins who was giving this information to the gateway pundit i mean how did gateway pundit how did this one website have all this information so um red alert and be aware this is a developing story there it is this is happening being released yesterday this big report and now this is being released and in bold GBI strategies received about 5 million from Democrat groups 
and campaigns for canvassing, voter outreach, and other activities during 2019-2020 election cycle, according to federal disclosures. So the bomb is going to detonate, the 11-3 bomb. Is this it? And then we have the J-6 bomb and other bombs they're going to blow. Then we have the cultural issues, which is another story altogether. See what you guys think. I love you guys all, and as I said earlier, uh, if you want to continue the conversation and be empowered, that is a good opportunity to support this channel. Folks, check out the links in the description box or come to truthinrtv.com where there's lots of different links. On this website is a link to the website, to the member channel. And like I said the other night, if you have trouble, this is a different company, truthinart.tv. If you have any issues with the member site, talk to them, go to their website. They have a phone support, they have a chat, all that. But uh, here on truthinart.tv.com, I do make sure to give you guys previews of what is happening on the members channel. So today I've uploaded a two-part series are you aware of this special alliance? What? And that was today. And then I decided to put both, you know, two videos, put them out at the same time so you can watch them one after the other. Shocking strategies and difficult truths considered part two of two. This has never been attempted. Folks, this is reality. And I want people to be empowered. And again, this is the only reason. Um, that we are still rolling on the channel is because of your support on the member channel for like pennies to be able to continue supporting to support this channel to keep it going all right folks and i do appreciate it and it it's a win-win and if if you're not subscribed it doesn't matter because we're dropping nuclear bombs here on the on the live stream all the time as well it is what it is um, but folks, that wraps it up for me tonight. God bless you all. Don't forget, I love you guys all. I won't be um, <clears throat> around tomorrow like we never are, right? I, I'll be back on Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, as always. And remember, folks, to check out all the links in the description box. Get the word out about this channel. Join me. I'm true social. Folks, and um, may the peace of God be with you. I love you guys all. See you folks. Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Come on.